Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I'm really excited to share with you my guest, Tom Palladino of Scalar Light. In my new book, Feng Shui for the Soul, it's coming out soon, trying to work all that out. But I talk about in the book, the future of our lives and our homes. I talk about how everything becomes healing as opposed to detrimental. Cell phones, electronics, Wi-Fi, our homes, cars, buildings, you name it. Everything in the future is going to become a healing frequency. I didn't fully understand this vision, this concept that I kept getting in meditation until I had my conversation with Tom. I think this right here might be the missing link. What is it? It's called scalar light. So what exactly is scalar light? How can it benefit you? Better chance, better question. How is it going to change your life? All of this and more are what Tom and I are going to talk about today to help you better understand the power of healing light therapy. But real quick, before we dive into today's show, I've got some exciting announcements. The Feng Shui for the Soul course formerly known as Mastering Feng Shui, will be going on sale April 1st, and we will be launching around the third or fourth week of April. So if that's something that you're interested in, we've had tons of people reach out wanting to sign up for the course. That will be going uh, on sale April 1st. I also wanted to announce that I have teamed up with Aisha Hassan for an upcoming interview series that she's put together called The Sacred Blueprint for Our New Earth. The goal of this series is to help you unlock the energetics of the earth to build a healing sanctuary through the wisdom of nature. Uh, Sounds exactly like something Amanda would do, right? (laughs) The series is going to launch on March 12th and run through the 14th. So if you're interested in joining in, head on over to the Sacred Blueprint Series dot com to learn more. It's completely free. And I've included the link in the show notes. If you're interested in learning more, want to know what it is. She's got a fantastic lineup of guests that are totally rad, myself included. So make sure you check that out. All right. Are you ready for today's show? Oh my God, we're going to learn about scalar light, what it is, why it matters, and how this right here is the future of healing. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to talk to you today. I think that, um, you know, I always love to have guests like you on the show because, um, you know, this is really cutting edge and, and a lot of people probably have not heard about this. So I always love to introduce new things to them and new concepts to them that help expand their consciousness and expand, you know, just the way that they see, view, experience healing. Um, But before we dive into scalar light and what it is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what was life like before you discovered this technology? (laughs) 
Well, as a youngster, I was reading about the scientist Nikola Tesla. So but my, my early years, I, I perhaps mused about this. But once I read Nikola Tesla, I knew it was real and that it was a valid scientific principle. So uh, I've been on this journey now for 50 years. Um, I had an idyllic childhood. And, and part of that idyllic childhood is that I discovered that there is indeed this radiant energy or this energy of the cosmos. We'll call it scalar energy for this discussion. Well, I think that, you know, all of us, when we decide to incarnate into this world, you know, we have an inner knowing of what our path is and, and what we're supposed to do. So it's probably by no accident that, you know, you've been studying this for 50 years. Um, you know, I, I'm quite the same with feng shui. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, it just fell into my lap. But, you know, you have to take a step back and go, well, probably not. That's probably what I'm here to do and to, to share with the world. So what exactly is scalar light? Uh, it's very simple. And everybody's an expert at scalar light, scalar energy. It's sunlight or starlight. It's the initial energy of the universe. It is the life force energy of the universe. It's the first energy that the stars produce. And sadly today, we only recognize electricity, which is a, the secondary energy or the derivative of scalar energy. So I am a scalar energy researcher. I, I work with this paradigm. I've developed scalar energy instruments that control this initial energy of the universe. So how do these, you're talking, so it sounds like I, I, I want to make sure that everybody who's listening, including myself, that we understand. Um, in my world, we call this chi, uh, could be prana, energy, whatever anybody wants to call it. But it sounds like it's what uh, is kind of reverberating in the, in the universe as far as energy goes as to what the sun and the stars and the moon and everything is creating. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, thank you. All creation starts with light, with energy. In other words, you need light to have a universe. Light is the first principle. And with that, this scalar light is the essence. It gives instructions to everything. So before you have a universe, you have to have intelligence, design. Scalar light is the intelligent design of the universe. So it, it almost sounds like um, you said electricity is kind of the secondary thing, but it sounds like scalar light's almost like electricity for the universe. It's like what turns everything on. Yes, it, it is. Thank you. That, that could be one explanation, sure. <laughs> hey, I'm a bonehead over here. I like simple explanations. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, um, so, you know, you've got this, this concept where, you know, it goes back to Einstein, really, where energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just is. Um, yes. So all of these things have energy and um, we do too, you know, we've got energy. Yes. So why scalar light? You know, what about scalar fascinated you? What, why did you, you know, yes. you said you've been studying it for 50 years. What was right. it about it that really attracted you to it? When, when I was reading initially about the work of Nikola Tesla, he had developed scalar energy instruments. And those scalar energy instruments can do incredible things. You, you, can, you can change nature. You can create a molecule or break down a molecule. And with those scalar energy instruments, he was able to also create free energy. So I said to myself, my goodness, this far exceeds the capability of the electromagnetic spectrum. 
In other words, these scalar energy instruments were free energy instruments. And I said to myself, he was on the verge of changing the world with free energy. So with that in mind, Tesla uh, was the pioneer in this field. I read about his discoveries and his achievements, which had never been matched today. Nobody's duplicated his achievements because nobody has his understanding of scalar energy. And my point is this, if we can duplicate Tesla's work, we can change the world. And that's the, that's the path, that's the trajectory that I'm on. Yeah, and I think that, you know, when Missy had introduced us, um, and I was diving further into it, the, you know, and I was doing research on your website, I, I think the big question that kept coming up for me is, how exactly does this work? Like, you're talking about how <laughs> Tesla had these instruments, and, you know, yeah. we, and we've all heard that story where he produced free energy, and of course, uh, Big Brother came in and took that away because God forbid we, it needs to be a profit center. Um, right. but how exactly does this work? Sure, sure. If electricity, you control a stream of electrons, a flow of current. Scalar energy, you control the energy of a star. And to control consciousness or the energy of a star far exceeds the ability of electricity, which is the control of a movement of electrons, so to speak. Well, you put that in mind, I knew that Tesla was onto something. And when I, when I saw some of his scalar energy instruments and the fact that these instruments would operate without any electrical wires or would operate without a turbine or, or any type of armature. In other words, these scalar energy instruments were freestanding instruments that co collected energy from the stars. I knew he was onto something. So that was free energy. And I said to myself, my goodness, Tesla was at the verge of changing the world with free energy. Now imagine if we have free energy and we no longer have this, this gargantuan energy expense and, and energy is clean and no longer pollutes. Well, that's, that's the sea change that I'm looking for, a technology that will change the, the course of human history. That is what scalar energy is the technology that will change the course of history. So it sounds like Tesla had wireless devices before wireless devices were even invented. Um, and I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this. Like if he's got mechanical objects, uh, you know, whether it requires a turbine or, or something else for it to mechanically run, how yes. is it? For one, if you've got a device that's utilizing scalar, how do you turn it on and off so it's not running all yeah. the time? And how exactly is it like a magnetic thing or how exactly is he driving that energy from the stars and the solar system into these yeah. devices to make them work? Yeah, scalar energy is essentially kinetic energy. It's universal kinetic energy. You just have to tap into it and then learn to harness it. And once you tap into that, that energy can power a light bulb or power a motor. So the motion, the kinetic motion is that of scalar energy itself from the sun and the stars. So in the, in the past, we would have to have a motor. We don't need motors anymore. The motor is the sun. That's the new paradigm. The motor, the generator is the sun. And all you have to do is capture that scalar energy from the sun and you have a perpetual energy machine. 
So is it kind of like grabbing energy from the sun, like with solar panels, or this is way beyond that? It, it, well, that's a good analogy. A, a solar panel will collect sunlight, but keep in mind that sunlight is always within the electromagnetic spectrum. Now, Tesla collected sunlight that was in the scalar energy spectrum. And the big difference is this, electromagnetic energy experiences entropy, it always dies or it fades, so to speak. Whereas when you capture scalar energy, the signal never dies. So in and of itself, the energy is perpetual, hence the instrument is perpetual. Hence the outcome is perpetual motion or perpetual energy. So the big, the big difference here is electromagnetic energy, you always experience this, what I call the degradation of the signal, entropy. If you're working with a scalar energy instrument, there is no degradation. It's eternal energy. And with that, we've tapped into the God force. Wow. This is blowing my mind, Tom, because I like I'm trying to wrap my little 3D brain around this and like it's just uh -huh. it's so big. Um, but it, it really reminds me um, of convection because convection is kind of the same concept where it's kinetic yes. energy. And we're starting to see really cool things uh, with convection. Like we just had the uh, kitchen and bath show down in Florida. Uh, you probably know about this. It's always in Orlando every year. And um, they are putting this convection kinetic technology in countertops. And so you don't even know that you've got a cooktop there, but it's built in because it's kinetic. And so when the right device hits that area of the countertop, it starts to cook. Oh, incredible. Yeah. So incredible. it kind of sounds like that, like you can't see it. Um, you know, it, it's the kinetic movement of the two things. So you take the pot and you, when it touches the countertop, it creates heat, which is convection. Um, mm. But I just, it, that kind of reminds me of what is going on here with Scalar, kind of. I think. I think I'm just trying to make sense of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it really it's so esoteric. And, you know, don't don't give yourself a hard time. It's a new and emerging science. We need a new definition. This is not electricity. So the the terms that you use for electromagnetic energy cannot in any way equate to scalar energy phenomena. So how do I put this in, the, in the, this context to make it so simple? The sun is alive. The sun has continuous kinetic energy, and that is the motor of the future. And Tesla wanted to connect to that sun energy and do away with all engines and do away with all pistons and do away with all armatures and, and, and just have as the motor of this world, sun energy, scalar energy. And why is that so important? Well, once again, it's free. So in operation, it's relatively inexpensive. It's clean. There's no chemical residue. Scalar energy is non-physical. Scalar energy is, is always there. It's, it's ubiquitous. So you don't have to worry about supply. The supply is infinite. Um, its applications, it, it's mind-blowing what it can do. It's the, the human imagination just has to catch up to this, this energy. So everything we've accomplished with electricity thus far we will be able to accomplish with scalar energy at a reduced cost without any pollution. Wow, that's so cool. 
Um, I wanted to correct myself. I kept saying convection. I meant induction. Um, I always get those two words messed up, but it's induction that they're uh, putting into counter surfaces to create that. So we've had this technology for you know a long, long time, but it, it's just getting more and more sophisticated. And um, one of the things that um, I just wrote uh, a new book called Feng Shui for the Soul. And, and one of the things that um, I really feel like we're, which we were just talking about at the top of the show, we are going to see such a huge movement um, in many different facets of our lives, but especially in medicine, where we're going to be getting away from the Western allopathic system. Uh, surgery is going to go away. Um, it doesn't matter if there's, you know, I think that the allopathic system is best for trauma and trauma only. Um, but we're going to be getting away from that because I've gotten visions of we're going to uh, have these like the best way I can describe it is like MRI tubes, and they're going to provide something very, it, it sounds almost like scalar light, but some type of uh, light healing uh, that we go into these tubes and we're healed. Um, light and sound therapy are going to be, you know, basically medicine of the future, which they already are. We just don't really validate them uh, like we should right now. We still believe right. in the system. Um, but I also believe um, I, I, one of the things that I talked about in the book is I'm, I'm envisioning um, and seeing how our homes, something yes. is going to change with our homes where everything within the home becomes a healing frequency. It's almost like the walls yes. are vibrating. Um, and it sounds very much uh, like when I'm getting these visions, they do not make sense to me. And I'm, I've been trying to make sense of it. And scalar sounds like that missing link that I didn't quite understand. Like I could see where this technology could be infused into our environments where our walls and the things in our lives uh, are harboring this energy and it's healing us. Yeah. Very good. Bravo. I, I agree. And that, you're you're rather futuristic, but that that day is coming. We're going to see incredible advances, and scalar energy is going to be that game changer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I know that light and sound are where we're headed for medicinal purposes, and I know that we're getting away from the Western system as we know it. I know that um, another thing that I'm I'm very certain of is as we rise into this fifth dimension. Um, a lot of those old ways of doing things, they cannot vibrate at the frequency of this higher realm, um, like scalar light. Um, and we're going to see a resurgence in herbs and aromatherapy and yes. things like that, because those are the things that can vibrate at the fifth dimensional yes. level. And so yeah, yeah, good. that's why we're starting to really, um, see such a resurgence of, you know, we, we, we say that these are like, you know, old school things, but you know, those old school things have been around for thousands of years for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Touche. Um, and I, I think what we've learned from the pandemic is that, you know, notwithstanding the heroic um, effort of the medical community, um, there are shortcomings. There are shortcomings in our healthcare system, and we need a new approach. Um, and what you are purporting is part of that new approach, which 
we have to go back to nature. We have to go back. If you really want to see the body healthy, you have to copy nature because we are nature. And, and frankly, uh, drugs are not nature. That's the man-made product. So you know, I, I'm not against pharmaceutical products in their proper place and order. But in order for us to get back to nature, we have to go back to proper eating, herbs, exercise. We, we have to be in harmony with nature. If, if you're against nature, nature always wins. Okay? Don't, don't <laughs> compete against nature. You're going to lose. Yeah. Well, amen to that. I mean, it, I, I am such a huge advocate. I actually wrote a book several years ago, uh, Easy Everyday Habits to Be More Eco-Friendly because of my love affair with nature and uh, how disconnected people are from nature. And so I'm constantly on this podcast. I mean, people probably roll their eyes at me like, oh God, here she goes again about nature. <laughs> but, you know, I think that so many people don't truly value the gifts that nature gives us. And, and in many ways, I would argue that um, nature is thriving because it is utilizing things like scalar light. And it is, you know, just the, the fascinating things of trees that there's a, a great book called um, The Fascinating Lives of Trees. And um, I'm blanking out on the author's name, but he talks about how uh, they, the tree roots actually have an internet of roots in the ground and they yes. talk to each other and they communicate with one of another. Of course. And, you know, it's, we just undervalue and underestimate the wisdom that nature has mm. and how it's right. constantly speaking to us. Um, yeah. And that's what I think is so exciting about things like scalar light, because this technology, while it seems cutting edge and new, it's not, it's always been available to us. We have just, I think a lot of us have just been conditioned to believe that all this man-made shit is better. Like, you know, we've been conditioned to think that a prescription pill is, is going to fix everything when in actuality it's the herbs and nature and the good food, like you were just talking about, that's going to allow our body to thrive. Yeah, I obviously, you know, if, if you just look at nature and you say, well, what elements are in the human body? Okay, that's our building block. Calcium, hydrogen, oxygen, carbon, okay, nitrogen, and then some trace elements. Now, what's the point? Why not try and mimic that? Why not try and complement nature and eat foods that have those minerals? Well, obviously, processed food does not have those minerals. So you're, you're automatically going against nature, and you're going to lose. So, yeah, well, food for thought. The problem is, is you can't trademark it and make a profit off of it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we understand. Yeah. So, you know, I, again, this just, it really fascinates me and I'm so excited to, you know, hear about this. And, and before we started talking on the show, I was telling you, like, I knew I had heard of this, you know, it, it's one of those things where I read tons of books and it's kind of a compilation of everything that I've read and, I don't know where I've read it or where I've heard it, but I knew that it had something to do with Tesla. Um, but it's fascinating to me because this is the future. And, and I'm just curious, why don't we know about this? Why haven't we heard more about this? Why, you know, why is it that we're not all talking about this? Yeah, it, well, that's a good point because in many ways this has been suppressed. What Tesla achieved with scalar energy had we 
incorporated those inventions and those discoveries, it would have changed our lifestyle and we would have been advanced significantly. But scalar energy, keep in mind, is free and you cannot make money or you cannot make vast sums of money and have power over people if they have access to free energy. So there is a cabal and they have suppressed scalar energy. They do that to this day. You know, if this is the life force energy of the universe, why shouldn't we be speaking about it? If every star broadcasts, so to speak, scalar energy, why isn't this taught in high school and college? It is a suppressed topic. Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, with the Pluto return uh, happening on the, well, we've got it happening to us three times this year, but it started on the 20th. We've already been getting peaks and valleys of that over the last 18 months. Um, but a lot of that cabal stuff is going to be uh, blown up and it's going to start come, you know, crashing down, uh, which is super exciting. It's going to be super messy for the rest of us. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but I think that it's exciting to be able to have a show like this where we can talk about this and educate people about this because more people are really starting to wake up. And I started this show in 2011 and had I been talking to you in 2011, I don't know that a lot of people would have been listening. Mm. They may have, you know, been trying to wrap their head around this and, and kind of like me trying to make sense of it and not really understood it and gone on to their, you know, next task. And I think that now people are getting really fed up. They're getting really tired with what's going on, which is what has to happen because, you right. know, the only way that we really pay attention and the only way that change is going to occur is if we're fed up and we're tired and, you know, we revolt. <laughs> yep. Um, You're right. You're right. And people have to become now proactive. Uh, again, looking at the past two years of the pandemic, um, some mistakes were made. Now we have to correct those mistakes. You know, let's learn from that. It doesn't do any good to just complain. We have to make now a cogent effort to learn and to improve. So that day is coming. People are finally standing up for their constitutional rights. Yeah. And I'm just excited to, you know, I've been hearing about this. In fact, so uh, in 2009, I had worked with an astrologer and, you know, I had 2008 hit me really, really hard. and you know, one of the first things that I asked the astrologer was, you know, when do things go back to normal? And he just started laughing and he said, this is the new normal and it's going to continue to escalate until we get to 2020 when everything explodes. Oh, really? He told me this in 2009. Yeah, well, it's, we're, you know, look at the world events today and uh, it, it's, there's a lot of suffering. So we have to change as a society. We, we're all yearning for that. You know, moral conduct is, is part of it. And what's the point of this podcast today? To give people encouragement, hope. I always say the glass is half full, not half empty. So scanner energy is going to be a great technology once we endorse it and embrace it. And that's what I'm striving for. I want the world to change. I want to see the world improve. Yeah, you and me both. I, I want to get past the suffering and, and get to a place where, you know, we have things accessible to all and there's a quality for all and um, there's far more creativity. And I feel like we still have a couple of years to 
get more through the messiness, but I think it's going to start escalating quite quickly once things, I think we're gonna see major changes in healthcare, uh, religion, I think, is going to change drastically. Politics, obviously, are going to change drastically. Our school systems are going to change. Right. So I think we're going to see a lot of, um, you know, what is seemingly disruptive and scary, which ultimately, when we come out on the other side, we're going to be like, oh, my God, why didn't we, why weren't we doing this before? Right. Um, but what are some of the things that folks can use Scalar Light for? Like, what are some things that we can use it for? And, and what can we look for in the future to use it for? Okay, well, what I've developed is a, a protocol. Now, I work in the quantum field once again. And with that statement, I work with a person by way of their photograph. You see, everything in Scalar is, is information, quantum, it's non-physical. So people will email me their photograph. And by way of their photographic force field, I'm able to balance their chakras and identify microbes, eliminate microbes from their force field. I can also create nutrients by way of this force field energy, scalar energy. So if you remember, some people harken back to Star Trek when they, 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 you could actually see a person materialize or dematerialize. That actually is, is a scientific principle with scalar energy. That was the quantum field that Star Trek was trying to impart upon people. And that's the quantum field that I work with, which is non-physical. It's an information field. So just to put the audience at, at, at this benefit, we have now advanced scalar energy to the point that we can work with people around the world by way of their photograph. People don't come to me. I send the energy to them by way of their force field. And keep in mind, a, a photograph is the means that I connect to a person's quantum field. Cool. So what are some things that people can uh, use it for? Let's say they send you your photo. What are some things that you know people are reaching out to you to use it for? Yeah, many people come to me and they still say, you know, for instance, I might have a viral infection. I might have herpes. And what I've discovered with my instrument, I can pick out, I can actually identify the herpes virus in their quantum field. I can eradicate the herpes virus, that signal found on their photograph. So I don't work with people again. I work with their quantum field. And this instrument can actually pick out the quantum field of a microbe the scalar energy signature of a microbe, but I do it all in another dimension. I don't do it in the physical dimension. I do it in the quantum dimension. And the recipient is not the person. The recipient is the photograph, which is their quantum field. Well, I think that's rad. So, <laughs> which, you know, I, I always tell people when I'm doing feng shui, cause I don't do anything in the physical world. I, I always tell people I'm, I'm working in the fifth dimension because I'm working solely on energy. Um, so can people come to you with, you know, just about anything or are you just, you know, working on viral stuff or what types of things are you working on to help heal people? You know, I, I can pinpoint a microbe and I can eliminate that microbe by way of the photographic force field. There's another process in which people will, when they send me their photograph, we balance their seven chakras, which is so important. We realign their consciousness or rebalance their seven chakras. So a scalar energy instrument has been shown to have a favorable outcome with people, with their mood or their disposition. Now, 
This cannot be proven by conventional science because obviously this is a new science and nobody's ever treated a photograph before. But the before and after results are this. People send me a photograph and after I work with them, people say, well, I, my mood has changed or, or I'm, no, I'm no longer addicted to cigarettes or I'm much calmer. I, I have a calmer disposition. Well, with that said, that begs the question, why? Well, apparently their, their force field was on a photograph and we could, if you will, remove that phobia or we could correct cigarette addiction that's identified in their quantum field on the photograph. Or with a photograph, we can ascertain that they're depressed or there's anxiety. And working through the quantum field, we can change that energy pattern. Now, keep in mind, all of this is changing or improving an energy pattern. We never work with a physical human being. We never work with a physical animal. Yeah, and it, it's a lot like how an energy healer, you know, most of like most of the uh, energy healers that I've worked with, they always do it from afar. I've got a gal that I work with that's in Canada, and I'm in Nashville, and I've got a gal that's in California. Um, you know, it, it's and it's it's a lot like feng shui. It's all based on intention. I would argue that you don't even really need to have the photograph, other than the fact that that imprint allows you to connect to them, right. um, kind of like a, a wireless connection. But yes. um, it's it's setting the intention, and that intention then connects to them on an energetic level. And I think that's fascinating because. Um, Another thing that I was talking about in my book is this idea of when we move into this realm of pure frequency, um, we'll have the option to be physical, but we don't need to be physical. It's it's all going to be vibrational. We're, you know, and one of my friends was asking me, she's like, "Well, how the hell do I know how to, you know, meet up with you for a cocktail if I don't know like you know how to talk with you?" And I'm like, it, "It's going to be all based on frequency. Like when our frequencies are lined up, then that's how we're going to know how to show up." and that's a lot like what you're doing here is you're connecting with people on a, on a frequency and healing their energy through this scalar system, the scalar technology. And I would argue that because our world is so toxic with just what you were talking about, the foods that we're eating, the processed foods and the prescription drugs and the shit that's in our air and our water and everything our systems are so out of whack that it probably connects quite nicely to scalar. Like, Oh, thank God, this is like being home. Right. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. It, yeah, it, it, you're right. It's we, we've come full circle and we've returned to nature. That's what scalar energy is. We're returning to nature. We're, we are returning to our prototype. We do have a prototype. It's scalar energy. Well, and it, it sounds like it's something that our bodies, it's almost like being plugged into the right circuit, as opposed to we're all kind of down here short circuiting because we're not getting exactly what we need, whether it's minerals, trace minerals, um, you know, the food, nutrients, things like that. And I can imagine that when the, the energy connects to uh, high nutrition, so to speak, it's probably, it just, it, it thrives in that environment because that's yes. what it's used to. Yes. Yeah. Bravo to that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you, you said that 
people feel better, but devil's advocate, how exactly do we know it's working? Like, let's say somebody reaches out to you and um, is battling a health issue and, and they send you their photograph to start working. How do they know it's working and how long does it typically take? No, that's a good point. It, on account of the fact this is a new science, there is no scientific protocol to prove or disprove. The only way we can prove it, if you will, is a subjective measure by way of a person's feeling, testimony. There, there is no other scalar energy instrument that can prove or disprove my custom-built instruments. So the point is, we provide 15 days of free sessions on our website. And people will experience those 15 days of chakra balancing and microbial cleanse. All they have to do is send us their photograph. So they realize that we're working in their quantum field with their photograph. And then after those 15 days, the majority of people say, yes, I feel better. Now, many of them cannot identify exactly why, especially if they're new to this. But people, they are looking for the cause and effect relationship. And the greater majority of people after our free trial, they feel better which opens the door to new possibilities then. Then they want to try it again. Or they tell their friends and family. And that's the, that's the pathway that we have to assume now. This is a new science. I, frankly, I think I'm the only one in the world with this capability. So how do, I, how do I get this out there? How do I educate people as the merit of this photographic session, this scalar energy session? I do it with a free trial on my website. And then I let the people be the judge. People judge. Well, and then you have people like me interview you so that they learn about it. My whole audience yes. is probably going to be flooding your website. Um, you. So can somebody come to you with something specific? So for example, uh, I was just supposedly di diagnosed with um, Crohn's disease. Can I come to you and say, Tom, I was just diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Can you work specifically on something like that? No. And I'll tell you why, because if somebody identifies a condition, it's usually a medical condition in the physical realm. Now, keep in mind, I don't work in the physical realm. I work in the quantum realm. So there's not a perfect equation here to relate Crohn's disease in the physical realm to Crohn's disease in the non-physical realm. So for that matter, I don't diagnose. I don't diagnose physical ailments or any type of disease. I can diagnose on my photograph. Now, I, I know that's difficult to, to come to terms with with some people, but all of my action and identification or diagnosis is by way of a photograph. Yes, it's the quantum field, but I cannot necessarily say there's an exact equivalence between a photograph and a person. Nobody's ever established that. So this new science needs so much work to, to we need to catch up to this new science, but suffice to say, when people submit a photograph to me and we perform the 15 days of free sessions, they feel better in the physical realm. Can I attribute that to my work? Not necessarily. So it's the new science demands a, a new approach, a new way of thinking of reality. So if somebody is diagnosed with, you know, an autoimmune or some type of a sickness or something, right. they can come to you for something that's more general, but they can't say, hey, Tom, help, help send scalar light to this area or this thing that Correct. I have in the physical area. Am, am I yeah, hearing you right? Yes, that's correct. So I've standardized the sessions. For instance, the standardized session includes a chakra balance, a microbial cleanse, and a nutrient therapy. Now, those are three standardized sessions. 
But keep in mind, I don't mention per se a disease pattern because then that would be diagnosing. I'm not in the position to make a medical diagnosis. I stay out of the medical community. I stay away from Newtonian physics. The new science, it's a different approach to identifying force field patterns. A force field of a disease on a photograph is different than a physical ailment, a physical disease of a person. So there, there is an intersection here, but it remains to be seen exactly how force fields on photographs are imparted and received by a physical person. We, we don't quite understand that yet. I don't. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, and I've said multiple times on this show, like I may or may not have it because I don't want to identify with the label um, because that's what the allopathic system is trying to label me as. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to attach myself to that label, but yeah. um, it, it makes sense to me because we, whatever it is that we are, whatever ailment that we have in our, our lives and our bodies is often, it, it manifests in the, the energetic field way before it hits the, the physical body. So it's often there's there's something else going on in your energy field, your energy system, um, and it could be lack of minerals, lack of nutrition, um, lack of elements that our body needs, along with chakras not being aligned. And so when things are wobbly and out of whack, then things are going to manifest in the physical form. So that makes perfect sense to me. And also the, the fact that dis-ease does not exist in the quantum field. So you're right. It, that's a good point. See, the quantum field is perfect intelligence. And if disease cannot exist in the quantum field, it cannot, then hopefully we can develop a, a process where we can relate the quantum field to our physical bodies and download that quantum field into our physical bodies and correct disease and death eventually. Yeah. And that's where I see this going, because I think that in the it's pretty much past the, the fourth dimension. There is no disease. We only have it in, in the lower um, dimensions. And, and it's, it, we have so many mystics and things that have talked about, you know, when you, when you get up into the fifth, sixth, seventh dimension, you know, it, it can't exist there. There's, you know, there's no cancer there. There's no autoimmune disorders because it can exist there. So right. I think that where this technology could go, you know, you're right. It, it's so new. It's not, but it's new to us. Um, but the evolution of it, where it can take us moving forward, if we can better understand, I love your term of using the download because it's like getting new iPhone software. It's like, you know, I always tell people like we're old 1985 DOS computers. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, Scalar Light is like the whatever iPhone 13, 15, whatever the hell we're on now. But right. getting that download with all the, the new apps and all the fancy technology and all that. Um, so we would have better operating systems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. And, and, once the world realizes that this is perfect information, it's a perfect paradigm, it's a perfect prototype. And if you want perfect health, if you want a perfect mind, if you want perfect memory, you really need to go back to source of, of perfect everything, which is light. You know, keep in mind, light is the first principle. Light governs the universe. This is my end goal, to bring back scalar light. We once had scalar light, frankly, in the Garden of Eden. We lost that scalar light. 
And if we go back to that prototype, that immaculate state, it's going to solve our problems. Mm, amen, man. We, we got a few problems to solve. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. are some things that you've experienced? You know, you've been, you said you've been doing this for 50 years. What are some things right. that you've seen or experienced with scalar light? What's possible with this technology? Yeah, three years ago, I received photographs from an HIV clinic in Tanzania. Photographs now. And I started working with those photographs for the past few years. And I lost contact with the people during the pandemic because of the confusion. But recently they, they resurfaced and everybody that I work with by way of their photographs is telling me now that they're HIV negative. There's no viral load. Now keep in mind, this, this is by way of a photograph that I work with an HIV clinic in Africa. It's never been to Africa, by the way. But the people are attesting to the fact that they feel better and that they feel that, that the HIV virus has been eradicated. Now that's their testimony. And we have to rely upon people's testimony because I don't work with people. I work with quantum fields by way of photographs. And only people can prove the merit of this because there's no scientific protocol. This is a new science and we need a new language and we need a new protocol to prove this new science. Wow, that's pretty, I mean, just, the concept of that, wrapping your head around what's possible, um, not only for disease, but for so many other things that, you know, the ailments of uh, land and agriculture. I mean, there's, there's just so much possibility in what we could heal uh, with better understanding this technology and what it can do for humanity. Yeah, you're right. It's perfect intelligence. You know, let, if you're a computer programmer, and you have perfect intelligence in that program. Well, you, that program then is, is stellar. That program will accomplish what you want it to. Or if you have perfect instructions while building a home, architectural plans, well, the outcome is perfection, right? Well, if scalar energy are, serves as the architectural plans for the universe, if we can instruct our world with perfect intelligence, the outcome, the result is perfection. Mm. And that's probably hard for a lot of people because we've been told that there's no such thing as perfection, right? <laughs> there, is, there is. It's called scalar energy. If light is a first principle, everything derives from scalar light, then everything has to be perfect because we do have a perfect universe. Now, if the universe decays and dies, it's not because of scalar energy. It's because scalar energy has been converted into electricity and magnetism. Mm. So Tom, what is your greatest hope? I mean, you're, you're an expert in scalar light. You've been working on it a long time, you know, moving forward to the future, let's say, you know, 20 years, what's your greatest hope for this technology and how people embrace it? Well, with the processes that I've developed, the protocol, I hope I receive a million photographs a day and I can treat a million people a day. My, one of my goals would be to treat a billion, a billion people a year by way of their photograph. Now that's, through the quantum health that I use with photographs. However, if, if we really want to extrapolate, eventually I wanna see homes powered by scalar energy. I wanna do away with the Newtonian approach to energy generation, meaning no more, no more oil or electricity. We don't need coal, we don't need nuclear power. We simply tap into stars and the stars will power our homes, our schools, our factories, our churches. 
So put all of that into context. It, this is going to be the game changer. This is it, people. It, it's a technology that will change everybody's lifestyle for the better. Mm. Amen. Well, Tom, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. If people are interested in learning more about you and Scalar Light or uh, signing up to get um, this new technology done to themselves, where do they go? How do they find you? Again, I want people to avail themselves of the 15-day free session. Anybody in the world can email a photograph to us. It's scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. The website is... Uh, open to anybody in the world. So anybody in the world can email us your facial photograph and we'll work with you for 15 days. I do that to prove that this is a merit. I realize this is a new approach. It's, it's different. It's esoteric. Take me up on this. Visit the website. Send in your photographs. And then you be the judge for this new science. Yeah, my, my audience is weird. They'll go there with you, Tom. They're, they're going to love this. <laughs> okay. All right. It works. Well, read, read the 3,000 testimonies on our website. So there's some merit here. Why would 3,000 people have favorable testimonies? And you, do you, uh, there was a little bit of information on your website about, you know, what Scalar Light is and going into that. But if people wanted to, um, you know, learn a little bit more about Tesla's work and stuff, is there, are there any books or is there a website or anything that teaches that? Yeah. I'm going to refer people to Tesla's books. Now read Search for Tesla's notes or his comments. Don't necessarily read a, 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 an account, a modern day account of Tesla, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. So go back to Tesla's initial notes. And there, there are books out there that have Tesla's uh, actual quotes, his, his actual work. That's mm. the key. There's a lot of, mis- sadly, there's a lot of misinformation on um, the internet. So be careful. Yeah. Well, I just think, you know, for those that are interested who have uh, listened to the show today, um, you know, I really do think that this is the, the future for many things, uh, like we talked about with our homes, uh, technology for our healthcare system. Um, th- there's so many possibilities for this. And I think that the more people that can get on board with this and, and um, not only embrace the technology, but learn more about it and tell other people about it, the quicker it's going to get into our collective consciousness and expand our awareness about this technology exists. Yeah. yeah. I well, think thank a you. lot of people don't even know that. Yeah, they, they don't. There's two energies and what some people call consciousness or quantum energy or the matrix. It's real people. It's real. This <laughs> technology is going to change your life. Embrace it. Amen. Well, thank you for coming on to the show today. And I uh, appreciate you taking the time and having this far out conversation with me and, and trying to get my bonehead brain around it. <laughs> no, you, you did very well. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And uh, let's change the world. Thank you. Thanks everyone for joining me today. Don't forget to check out the sacred blueprint series.com. I think you'll all love it. It's about, you know, creating healing sanctuary through nature and really tapping into the wisdom of nature. Also, don't forget that Feng Shui for the Soul, formally Mastering Feng Shui, the course will be going on sale April 1st. So if that's something that you're interested in, be keeping a lookout for that. I'll also announce that on the show when it's live. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. And hey, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.